Lions are favored against the Minnesota Vikings. White Lotus is coming to the end, and is AI chat getting too advanced? Welcome, everybody, to the Split Six Podcast, the podcast where we split a six-pack and talk about three different topics each over the course of one beer. I'm your host, Nick Wigel, and I'm joined today, as always, by my co-host, Germbug Meager. Hey, there we go. I thought you were going to say Germbug J, like my AIM uh, username. I, I was thinking of that today. I was like, I remember it being Germbug, but I wasn't sure if there was like a specific number pattern you had at the end. Bridget made it. Germbug J. Germbug I don't J. think there was any numbers. Oh, nice. I was original. <laughs> I was the first one on it. <laughs> I had Razor Rider 077 and then a bunch of other ones with my... Your, uh, now that you say that, I do remember that. What was... I don't even remember. Brit, Brit, Bridges had a bunch of X's and O's. Yeah, girly. Well, Patrick's was what? Lil Pat? Lil Patty? Or, Lil, no, it was no, Lil Patrick. I feel like it was... Lil Patrick? I, don't, I feel like it was... P, P PLM Trick. Yeah, PLM tr- Plum yeah, Trick. Plum, plum Trick. trick. <laughs> LT had one. I don't remember his. I know his was Leslie. a 0772 at the end of his. <laughs> LT Thomas. <laughs> yeah. Uh, classic aim. I didn't think uh. we'd go back to there, but uh, that's where we've uh, spawned this conversation off to. Jeremy, how's it going? It's going great. How are you? Uh, you know, I've been better, but we won't talk about that. Nice warm. <laughs> nice, uh, fairly warm day out today. I know. Like, I had to take my coat off at work today. It was uh, nice, but it wasn't like... You know, it's not warm enough to... I couldn't get comfortable today. I got my first ever flat tire today. Really? Yeah. Ever? Wait, that's got to be impossible. That's I swear. And it was in the van, too. And that tire was fucking shredded. Nail or flat? No, like, it just, like... it looked, There was, like, a giant gash, like, this oh, long it in shredded. it. shredded. Yeah. Did, uh, like... Did you have to Popeye, like me? Did I have to Popeye? Yeah, did it, like, burst while you were driving? I, I guess. I didn't even notice until I pulled into storage. Like, I noticed something was going on. I've never felt a flat tire before. And it was, like... It wasn't like driving terribly, but then I got out. I was like, "Oh, this is completely flat." I wonder how long I was driving on this for. <laughs> I mean, once it gets a little flat like that, it's just gonna tear it quick. But I thought you yeah. were, like because mine like popped when I mine dead. Oh, but, um, no, thank yeah, God, because I was on the freeway. Wait, so did you change it? We had called we called AAA and they came and changed it. Like I honestly, I don't think um uh, that the where my jack is in my car. It's yeah, blocked in. It's blocked in uh, by the thing we put in there to right. separate it, and I don't think it can get it out. I was gonna say it's there under, which mm. you couldn't because you have those things, the pillars or whatever. I mean, I could change a tire. Look, I think it's it's it looks extremely easy. I just never have. I mean, if you, <laughs> it's it's four like six bolts. It's just screwing and unscrewing, right? Five, five bolts. I think the hardest thing would be figure out where to put the yeah. jack. Well, you go left, left a few times. Well, or loosen it while it's on the ground, then you jack it. And then you do it. Otherwise, when it's on there and you're yanking, it can fall off. Oh, okay. Well, oh, there life, you go. You learned something. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jeremy, what are we drinking tonight? We are drinking Golden Road Mango Cart. It's a mango weed ale. I feel like we've done this one before, but I do say that every time. You do, and I don't see it. I don't I don't remember that. I feel like... Well, I haven't been It doesn't these, matter. I've, I've had to stop putting them up because it's getting too crowded and we're leaving this place anyway soon. It's a cool can. Cool can. It's a mango beer. Inspired by the iconic fruit cart vendors of Los Angeles. And this is in from St. Louis. Wait. Wait. And Los Angeles. Let's say that'd be stupid. It's from, it's from both. Golden Road. I've definitely done a... I've done Golden Road, Road Big Wave on here. I know that. Isn't Big Wave... Ooh, Wow. I did not expect that much. Yeah, it's really mangoey. Yeah. I feel like I should have a slice of mango in this in a glass, which would probably be bomb. We should be in a fucking tropical location drinking this right now. Dump some of my Miller Lite in this. 
too strong <laughs> for you. <laughs> no, I want more more beer taste. Yeah, I know. I was hoping you came over with an IPA, but you know, it's Jeremy's. I went to the week. wine, the other one across ninety six. Uh, wine Palace. Beer number one. Sport. That's what this is the only cold one. Like that gotcha. was the one we I made. guess that is a requirement. I don't really want to drink warm beer. No, I was like, damn it. I was like, they don't have any <laughs> cold beer. And then I was like, shit, this is all the beer I was looking for. But it's warm. So, oh, well, you live and you learn. You yearn and you love. You do whatever and you do whatever. Um, all right, Jeremy. Well, we are on to sports. And are you surprised that the sure. five and seven Lions are two and a half point favorites currently over the ten and two Vikings? Yes and no. <laughs> um, I don't think we should be favored at all. Uh, maybe that's not true. I mean, I think I think we should. I just didn't think that they would set the line like this. Uh, what's what's uh, Minnesota's record the last five games? Uh, well, they win. Who do they lose to? Did they they lost one? to the Cowboys. And that's the only one, right? Well, in the last five, probably. I don't remember who who they lose to early in the season. When they should have lost to us. So but. basically, both four and one the last five games. They're a ten and two team. I would mm. just assume they should be favored, but I, like a as a better, we got the momentum and we're back at home again. Yeah, I feel like we've had a lot of home games this year. Like, uh, yeah. Well, we've I know had, we do have one extra, but this is um three in a row we've had here, so it seems even longer, I guess, or like more because it's like a whole right. month of home games, basically. Yeah, Lions are one of the hottest teams in the NFL oh, right man. now. Great. I got to wear the same outfit again. We're um, 4-0 since I made that switch to a different outfit. Wait, except for the Buffalo game, right? Yeah, because I can't can't wear moccasins, blue socks, <laughs> sweatpants, and yeah. Lions hoodies into a work Well, aren't you going to be at the Pistons game? <laughs> it starts at 6. Oh, okay. I will drive myself because I'm not leaving until after that game, <laughs> 4 o'clock. Dude, I'm trying to go to that Lions game. If anyone wants to go, hit me up because I feel like I need – like we were just at the Lions game on Thanksgiving in a suite, but I need to be in the nitty-gritty I um for this one. Man, I feel like – I was telling my boss like the Thanksgiving game we were at, like it was loud as shit. And from everyone, everything I read on Twitter and even from like Jared Goff and stuff, like that's the loudest game ever of them. I didn't feel it up way up in the suite as much. Yeah. So I missed being out in like the the nitty gritty. And it was definitely it was definitely not the loudest yeah. game ever. The the Chicago Bears Monday night one was for sure. There was too many Bills fans there. I would say that was the loudest game I've ever been to, but I was also like ten yards from the field, so that was dope. Mm. But like yeah, being in a suite's pretty cool for vantage points and stuff and room and walking around and, and Jalen Rose. And Jalen Rose. <laughs> but like to watch I mean, to be like you go to a game to be entrenched in the game, so like yeah. you might like be poor and go down there. Yeah. Not that I was rich and bought these, but I mean, yeah, I mean, I would choose the like this. That was an awesome experience, like feeling like kings and still being able to like walk in. Like I, I walked into Jalen Rose's suite and just like started <laughs> talking to him because people let you do whatever you want because you're a rich person. I got you're, to fist bump Jalen Rose. That was um. Yeah, I got to fucking high five dope. him, like you know whatever you. I don't know what you call it when you high five, but like we kind of grab hands, like something like that. Called, he called me your his good luck charm because the Lions <laughs> scored right when I walked in. 
We went to a different suite and hung out for a little bit. Because <laughs> yep. our suite was kind of like boring as shit. Yeah. I told my boss that too. I said, call Dan Gilbert and fire everyone that was in the suite that day. Yeah. I told him we crossed barriers and we went to a different suite. He's like, really? I was like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I was wiling out of, uh, per usual. And then we got lost after that the game. such a great game though. I can't believe you spent two hours looking for me downtown. That's so funny. Yeah, I, I mean, I backtracked steps. It is what it is. <laughs> yeah, I was like, what? I was like, you're still down here? Like, I th- I couldn't get a hold of you. I was like, all right, well, you got to go charge your phone. Yeah, <laughs> and the phone charger is not, like, the best charging port on this guy. So, it, <laughs> like, I had to, like, hold it like this. And I was like, oh, this is dumb. But <laughs> You should have just left me. I was a uh, – well, I'm glad you didn't because I was about to go on a weird fucking adventure if you didn't you never uh, leave a man behind. Right yeah, well, I mean, what else are you gonna do? I'm I'm an adult. I can take care of myself. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I, I would have eventually left, but right, it would have got dark, real dark. <laughs> what do you mean? Been like, I probably would have left around ten. Oh, wasn't it dark when you picked me up? Oh, you would have yeah, left until dark t- like you would have waited till ten. <laughs> I would have searched around a little bit. You might have staggered out somewhere. <laughs> I was starting to look inside like the Detroiter bar window. Yeah, <laughs> just like is he in there somewhere? <laughs> you should have assumed casino. I was yelling Nick up and down the street. I probably look like a drunk fool out there. <laughs> oh, it's so funny. What a classic. Like, what a... Nick. That was like, that's definitely the most fun I've ever had at a Lions loss, for sure. Yeah. Probably I've ever had a Lions game, to be honest. Like, I'm trying to think of the, all the ones I've been to. Like, maybe the Dallas Cowboys one for Halloween, like, years back. That one was pretty fun. But this one was just fucking in the suite. You know, yeah, I, I mean, running on the we got to go on the field, yeah. guys. Yeah, we were on the field before the game. That was Rex dope. Ryan was there, and so was Miss oh. Michigan. <laughs> yeah, and the guy we saw was um, James Houston, the rookie. Yeah, let's He's talk about James Houston practicing before the, his very first what, game. Did we draft him, or was he a, yeah. like a he was like a unrestricted a free agent, fifth round pick? I think we oh, got okay. him right before Malcolm, but he was he had a and he just he just what what's been he had like a hip hip flex he had an injury. When he was drafted, I believe, okay. or something Brad like that. Brad Holmes seems to like that those kind of um, players. But, like, or he had, like, yeah, it, it, his bend is stupid. I mean, he's a smaller – he's, like, a pass-rushing defensive end specialist right now at this point. Um, but, man, when he <laughs> – I I thought it was, like, a linebacker, the one play, because he was so low to the ground. Like, he was, like, almost parallel, like, bending yeah. around the tackle. I was like, Jesus. I didn't know who it was at first. I was like, I forgot about this guy. You know, <laughs> Lions are the healthiest they've been all season. And uh, so far, every time Jamison Williams has played a game for us, we've scored four, <laughs> 40 points. So Highest scoring team in the league? Are we officially? Or Well, we have the most 30-point games in the league. If that you know, take out that Patriot game, I guarantee you we're the highest scoring. We're team. we're like top five in everything, like offensively, I believe. When I was looking today, but like I was trying to look at our defense more, um, which it's been creeping more to just below middle of the pack. Mm-hmm. Um, but Minnesota's the number one uh, team for uh, defensive pass yards or whatever, like pass yards against. Oh, okay. They so give like, up the most like the passing worst? yards in the NFL. Yeah, well, and hey, they're about to play. The juggernaut of the Lions. Yeah, like I, I this is this is a take I got drastically wrong coming into this year. Not thinking Amon Ra was anything that special, but he is turning out to be like, like if not, sun guy. one of one of the best, if not the best, possession receiver in the league. And I don't really get it. He's just really like he doesn't ever go deep either, and he's just always catching balls and catching His touchdowns. Footwork is insane. He's he's 
has great hands and he's tough as hell. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, that's yeah. He got hit the fuck up that last game and then got is. back up and started kept playing. He he moves in space well too though. Like he he drifts and mm-hmm. you know like he can move in and out of zones and that's you know, he, like honestly he, golf trusts him. He's like he's he's like. He's like a Cooper Cup clone, like, uh, like, or they at least Cooper Cup's a little more, de- much more of a deep threat. Okay, yeah, well, he's taller though. I mean, yeah, be. and faster. I, I, yeah. I, I assume Cooper Cup's you know. pretty damn fast. I know, but like, it's it's like how McVeigh uses Cooper Cup, right? Like, um, yeah, who's our who's our coordinator? Ben Johnson. Ben Johnson's using Amon Ra the same way, mm-hmm. and uh, this is without like any serious deep threats yet. Other than now that Jamison Williams is back, we'll see. I don't no. know how I feel about um. Uh, Campbell wanted to use him as gunner on punts. I, I think I understand. I, he, I mean, he basically said why he was doing that to get his feet wet. Right. Like, so it was just to get tangled up with a guy and run down there, but like get like get used to just. Mm. But that's not like and like he's honestly, not going to be doing that in three weeks from now. The more I thought about next it, week. the more I thought about it, like it's not that bad of a strategy if he's no. the fastest player in the league and you like not never have a punt Create return. Fair catches or you get it down at the one. Yeah. Like it's not a bad strategy. Like I, I like it. Maybe he just lights people up when we don't know about it. <laughs> um, no, I, I I like the idea of him as a gunner because of those strategy reasons. But I um, mm-hmm. I thought it was more just to get him snaps and to get him winded a little bit to you know just yeah. get your juice flowing in different areas of the game. Yeah, because let's be honest, Lions fans have way too high of expectations for this receiver. Oh my god, dude! <laughs> Including myself, they <laughs> people on Twitter were actually ripping. I started like, in all my fantasy leagues, and you got me zero. I points. saw that. And I was like, "Why would you do that, Nick? Like, how did you not know they were just going to use him as a not anything more than a?" Hey, decoy? they threw him one pass. I know, and people were upset about. It. They're like, "Man, he didn't even catch his only pass." Was oh, like, he was out of bounds. So, like, you, what, what, did you, what did you guys expect this guy to go off for? Like two hundred yards his first game or something? I was hoping so. <laughs> like, <laughs> um, like just in case that happens, I, I think, would be so sad if I didn't start. Him. I mean, I don't. He's still going to be ramped up, but I definitely think he'll have. I mean, he'll have probably double the offensive. Snaps. I'm thinking two touchdowns, two fifty-yard touchdowns. I'm thinking the Lions by fifty. I'm going to say he gets two catches for like forty-six yards. Mm-hmm. I don't think this is going to be a close game either way. Like either Lions fumble it somehow and don't make it close. I I but I think they're gonna. I think they're kind of kind of blow them out. The Lions are like firing on all cylinders right now. Firing. And we're at home. That was the most complete game I've seen in ever. I mean, quite some time. I have never seen a. I've never. I, mean, seen I couldn't a game tell like you. A, there has been a time. I just couldn't tell you the exact date. But it's been years. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it is about Jared Goff. Why I like him so much better than Stafford. <laughs> Like I I okay. I'm not saying he's better than Stafford. I'm I saying like saying. like because we're winning. But yeah, and we're on a we're basically on a five game winning. And it's right more now. fun to it's 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 fun to root for somebody you don't expect it to like like Stafford. You expect certain things, right? Golf, you're like I don't know. We're probably gonna replace you after this year. Now I'm like I don't think we should. I'm pretty sure most people's um well, I would say most people's opinions as Lions fans seem mm-hmm. to be hey now that we're gonna have a top five pick because of the Rams. Yeah. Use that on the best defensive player. Yep. And then our pick, which will probably be around 15-ish, depending on what happens the rest of this no, year. No, dude. We're, if we uh, win I this game, depending. we're winning right out. Right now, I'm saying, though, we're at 15, I believe, or 13 or 14. Yeah, yeah. Um, but if that were it, like, and there's a Anthony Richardson or like a Will Levis, take someone like that where they could sit a year behind Goff. Nah, I say fuck that, dude. Load up on defense. And a lot of people are saying wait till next year because right now – Three quarterbacks next year are all would just every single one of they would all three go before all these right. quarterbacks. Yeah, and I don't, 
I don't want Bryce Young. I'm scared mm. as hell of him. I don't think um, I don't I really don't think there's any risk of us taking CJ Stroud. I actually I've been saying even on here that he's the one I would like until mm. I've been watching more of his pro comparisons and people are compare him to Jared Goff with a better <laughs> deep arm. I'm like, and I don't a little want bit, a little bit more elusive. But yeah, but like I've seen CJ Stroud compared to Goff mm. play and there's a huge difference. But like, like what is it more of like he's just very smart. He knows where to go. Goff doesn't have the best arm. He does. I'll take that all day because Goff's playing very well, but he still has a wobbly ball mm. and he can't get out of any pressure. Yeah, he's just not. He's like the one of the least elusive quarterbacks. But isn't it like how it's pretty? But it doesn't it's, matter when you have like the best offensive line in the league. But it's it's um because St- Stafford's not like a, a mobile quarterback, but he's good in the pocket. He's like Brett Favre. He's good in the pocket. Yeah. And to watch Goff back there struggle, I'm like Jesus. How like you your pocket presence is just awful when mm. when it gets to collapse um on him but when he's got time he's dynamite right it reminds me of his his the super bowl run he had yeah that's well, how he's hey, playing right now let's bring it back and like uh, i think i think with jared goff too like i one of the things with him is like mentality like if he doesn't feel he's he's like, cocky he's happy place now yeah he's got to be he's got to feel confident if he's not cocky feel, but yeah he, he doesn't seem cocky at all he, but. he feels the team he's at a place that loves him right now and is adoring right. him not Get the fuck out of here! Well, we were like, a week we, we or two were when you were one and six. We were obviously. a couple of days ago. But. Like what? Like wins are wins really yeah. are everything in the NFL. You know, I do think he feels like um, a, um they were talking about this on NFL Live about the only thing they mentioned about the Lions mm-hmm. in the last like four weeks. I know I haven't seen anything on. They don't any of any and, of um, it was I think Rex Ryan brought him up on there and he was like, watch out for the Lions guys or whatever. Um, I think he's just a secret fan of ours because he has no I mean, he was there i know he has no affiliation here. with us but they were saying we're america's team right now um or no it was actually it was aj hawk and and pat mcafee were saying that it's um aj hawk was saying it's really cool to see this difference of a lions team yeah. since he played there he's like you can tell how much they love and respect this coach and are playing with them and he was like watching that video of dj chark was he's like was my favorite moment because that's showing you after the rough start they had this team mm-hmm. never gave up on their coach. They love him even more now. Yeah. They're still fighting with him. And Chark's like, you guys all embrace me. And I feel like that's how golf is too. And like he, Now, Chark isn't playing his best. Saved it last game. But um, yeah. that, I, that, I feel like that that's, sweet um, pass from golf. It, that's a huge part of, I feel like, what's like the, the team, their success right now is just they're like a family. Yeah, um, definitely. Like, that's like the entirety part of their success, yeah. I think. Because, you know, like, some winning teams, they just don't seem like, you know, they're not, they're winning, but they don't, the players don't necessarily seem like they're getting along to, mm. or, you know, having fun. They're just, they're doing their business, getting the dub, leaving. But, like, yeah. this team seems like they really like each other. Yeah, that's what, I think that's Dan Campbell's best attribute and what. Like, and the player coaches. He's got, he's got, he's got questionable, like, play calling and clock management shit, but he's Still also, learning. He's, he's, he's learning, like, and then, like, people are, will say, like, well, you're, there's, there's only 32 of these jobs in the world like you probably should have this down pat a little bit better you know but like but like what he does bring to the table is this intangible of building a building a family oh did the stella Mm -hmm. we got a stella fart first stella fart brussels spart spart (laughs) but yeah you know and like i i was here you know they're 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 what uh uh, four and one since I was uh, saying, well, if Dan Campbell doesn't win another game before Thanksgiving, yeah, we and then <laughs> we beat both our projections. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I got I got two more wins and I win a jersey from you, Mike Wells. <laughs> Anyone or mm-hmm. 
dope. And I already asked for a Jameson Williams one for Christmas, so I'm probably gonna ask for. I'm thinking of a a, a Jokic jersey. Not a Kuda. A Jokic. As I'm moving to Denver, you know, I feel like I should get on the. that. Uh, I guess that. That's the only one of those uh, four teams out there that I could see myself liking. It's like not I'm not physically allowed to like um uh, the Avalanche, right? Nope. And uh, I you just don't. I just to. don't like the Broncos, and I kind of fucking hate Russell Wilson. Yeah, that, te- <laughs> that team's fucked for a while. <laughs> team is fucked, dude. Oh man, they were. This is so funny because a year ago, literally a year ago from today, yeah. we were in Denver for the game. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And when we were there, there was rumors potentially about Russell Wilson where he's going to go, and Denver was a spot. And mm-hmm. I was talking to Danny. I think I was talking to Danny. Yeah. And I was like, man, if you guys get Russell, it's over. You're like, you guys are gonna be really good and she's like oh like they were so excited about getting him and i like, can't imagine how they feel now we were all wrong like, man everyone was in it's their either that base. or or hackett is the worst coach to ever coach football he seems pretty bad and it's funny because like it's like the rams and the um uh the rams and the broncos don't have their first round picks and they're oh, baker doesn't and, do something good dude i mean i think that's i think it's fine that baker's there baker kind of sucks well yeah i mean he doesn't really have anyone to throw to some and at this if anyone to throw to, and he's a terrible offensive line. And to come into this is this, this point is the exact the season, same. But... It's like the exact same offense with worse receivers right now. He is better than Wolf. Who's the guy? John Wolford. Yeah, I think I so. would take Baker over. Wolf I don't know why so. would the Rams claim him? Because they want to try to get some wins. Why? Because <laughs> they don't have a first round pick. You still have a second and a third and a fourth and like whatever. Like you got to win to get more. Players, coaches don't think like that, though. They're thinking morale. Like, you can't – because if he starts losing the team, then his job's in the line. Half the players Dude, are going to get fired. won a Super Bowl. Stafford's hurt. Cooper Cup's hurt. McJabe's job is not on the line. There's – Stafford there's, might retire. Well, yeah, there was um, – I don't know. It was, like, Rappaport or someone like that was mm-hmm. saying, like um, – someone was asking him if this is the end of Stafford's career or should it be, basically. And he was like, Stafford doesn't want to go out like this, so it probably won't end. But mm-hmm. it's kind of debatable. I mean, it's it's in a situation like Tua, basically, not as severe. Just right. having two concussions, like, right away like that. I mean, Stafford, I mean, Stafford would be fine. He's Stafford made, had He's won, made a shit, yeah, one of the most money won. ever. Won a Super Bowl. So, like, you know, he's got that monkey off his back. Yeah, I mean. Won a Super Bowl with the most stacked team ever. But he's, but. A, he's a competitor. You don't, as any competitor, I don't feel like you would ever want to leave on an injury to force your career. Mm-hmm. You kind of. Always want to make it your own call, right? But you gotta like sometimes be smart, man. Right, right. <laughs> like with this shit, <laughs> like people <Yeah>. go crazy. <laughs> but you know, um, go crazy. That's yeah. right. Well, yeah. Um, another NFL is. news: Tom Brady led a comeback, second time in his career ever, leading a thirteen point fourth quarter deficit, and the only time in the regular season because the only other time was during the Super Bowl against Atlanta, which was the genesis of this very podcast. He's got the most fourth quarter comebacks ever. Uh, I think so. Funny how that narrative switches from that to Stafford's fourth quarter comebacks. Does Stafford not? Wait, does Stafford have the most? Uh, he has the most since he's been in the NFL. Oh, okay. But everyone always says about like Stafford when it was like people would use that as like he's a he can be good in moments. Mm. He's crucial. He's clutch. And they're like, well, he put him in a hole. Like they basically blamed him for being down. Yeah. But with Brady, it's. Look how great this guy is. He's he can come back from anything, but they don't say he put the team in a hole. It's he comes back. It's so different if you win and don't win. How the narrative switches from the same record. Yeah, it's you know what weird. I'm realizing about all of the NFL, and it, it I feel like it's so easy to build a team. 
you just build a good offensive line. That's that is the most important thing on a team. I mean, preach to the choir. You like, build why, the trenches. Why, why doesn't anyone? Why doesn't everyone like try to do that? I, I mean, think I'm sure they all of, try. But okay, like, I'll tell you. But this. like every time every, when Stafford was here, like his whole career, we never had an elite offensive line. No, we had some solid pieces. They just never were very great mm-hmm. as a unit. But like we ha- we did have that one good, a very good year when it was like Rob Sims. Who we we had Larry Warford, Rob Sims, Rayola, and like Bacchus. I don't know who the other Riley Reef. Yeah, maybe him or something. But like that was a solid like unit that year. Um, even though we like as far as pass protecting, we didn't run that good. But yeah, um, we never had a do- we we haven't had we I don't think we've ever had a dominant running offensive line until now. Until now, like even with Barry, yeah, like that was not a good offensive line ever. But mm. they were a better passing offensive line than they were running. Right. Um, and that's kind of how that one was like 10 years ago or whatever with Rob Sims and all them. But this one is just, man, they're bullies. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, it's definitely our best unit on our team. Like, yeah. And it's, I think as an overall unit, hell yeah. It's, I don't even think it's close. Right. Like, I don't think people, I was watching. Maybe our of- receivers, like, once, once JMO gets, like, fully back, like, like with with Amon Ra and with Chark and you know even these other role playing receivers. Yeah, I guess potentially that, but cause, well, I would say no, not even close because the depth. Mm-hmm. Our offensive line this year has been banged up, and right. hasn't missed a beat. We haven't even had a full one. I don't even know. I didn't even know that we had this guy who was our right guard this week was on the team. Yeah, I, kept, for a minute there, I was like, that doesn't look. Well, it's, he's a black guy, and our normal guy is white, so I knew he was mm-hmm. different. But I was like, our backup is. Um, the dude, uh, what's the guy that's like six eight? Yeah, Skipper, whatever. Skip, who's like six eight, and I'm like, well, that's not him. And I was like, who the <laughs> hell is this guy? And they were like, kept saying his name, like Oshiki or something. Yeah, I don't know. It's something weird. And I was like, who? Like, I was like, I don't even know who that is. I've never heard of him. It's in not my life. It's not Eze from uh, Hard Knocks, is it? No, it's not that guy. Um, he's, I think he's strictly tackle. Okay. Um, but he's still on the team because I seen he's him on the practice squad. right? Yeah, I see him in a bunch of the after game victory uh videos or whatever but like just that fact that a guy that i've never heard of and i've heard of pretty much everyone on offensive line i feel like except for that guy right comes in and you can't even tell yeah that's supposed to be vitae you know who hasn't who hasn't played this year a full thing and at this point you might as well cut him next year save that cap yeah and get a big get a get a defensive player go sign a free agent like we just need like one star player we need a. Um, I don't know who the big free agent. Well, the defensive for defense draft, are. assuming we 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 have have one of our picks in the top five. Is this cut out? Uh, no, but it does sound weird. Yeah, something static. It's still recording. Okay, I think. sorry. Um, but um, I want the Will Anderson or Jalen Jalen Carter, the uh, defensive end yeah, and defensive yeah. tackle, mm-hmm. um, right there. Like, prefer. No, I mean, if we got Will we Anderson, that would be so sick. Um, and then with the next pick. Preferably, I would love to go for like Tracy Porter Jr. Who's that? Or a cor- uh, he's a corner from Penn State. He's like six three, and mm. you know Joey Porter, right? The linebacker from the Steelers. Yeah, it's his son. He's just a physical freak like him. Oh, nice. And like he's got that. Like he's 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 a physical ass corner, and he's one of the best in college right now. Going in the first round, I would love him to pair with Akuda or a linebacker. I mean, I feel like we should get a linebacker. Sewell, I want Noah Sewell. I would love that, just because that's like that's even goes more into like the yeah. family aspect. One, it's a family aspect. Two, he's 
the attitude of Penne on as a linebacker. And if yeah. you if you read his bio, it's basically a oh, that would be side sick. to side linebacker that hits like a missile. Like he's just I want that. Physical right, now, now you've talked and him to next this. to Malcolm. Yeah, I like the only thing that would scare me is I'm not sure exactly what his size is, mm. and if he's under six feet, I wouldn't draft him. Is he a middle linebacker or an outside? Nah, you could pair him and you could pair so we, him because Ancelone, Ancelone's been playing pretty good he these has last been. couple games. Um, but I don't know if he's under. Contract, I just wouldn't but. want two linebackers under six feet when yeah. this day and age with you know they got to cover so much. Um, but if he's like six foot over, take it. I mean, if he's yep. that good, screw it. Maybe who cares? You know, measurables. But... I was gonna say, what if Jackson Smith and Jigba's there? No, I know we probably don't need that. But like, it's kind. Of, I'm just like, you I don't like, want to invest like too weapons. much on the offense because we're about we're gonna have to pay a bunch of these offensive people soon too. Yeah. We got an offensive lineman's coming up. We got we're gonna. I mean, Decker's probably gonna be walking in two years. Mm-hmm. Penny will probably slide over. Yeah, be looking for a right like. Be, Honestly, next year's our year. Like that's where we're yeah, like all two, the pieces two, aligned. Two three year window with most of our team. Besides, mm-hmm. like you know, like the golfs, the sharks, the, the those people. I mean, golf, golf started our core, for two more years. Like our core dudes, because I think Decker is three more years. So mm-hmm. that's basically when all those guys kind of fade. Yeah, I mean, but, I I I I would not be surprised or that mad if they resign golf this off season. Like, uh, well, I wouldn't. Maybe extend him a year, like, because then you have him next yeah. year and then the year again, like an opt out. We already type have of him. Thing. For, we already have him for two more years. Well, yeah, we can opt out with no money after next year. He can, or or we can cut him next year with no no cap casualty. Right, right, right. But we can, but we also can keep him. Like, right. You know. I'm not opposed to it the way he's playing, especially what we can potentially see when JMO comes back. Yeah. If and he then, can, if he can just fucking and then you get overthrow a defense, that motherfucker, and then you get a defense with that. Mm-hmm. I mean, Jesus. When our defense is already starting to step it up and becoming a takeaway opportunistic, opportunistic defense. If we just and our and our starting safeties out, you know, Kirby Joseph has been playing pretty good. Oh my God, he's so ex- our whole Jerry Jacobs is finally like healthy and playing good. Akuda's like you know playing real like like lockdown. Yeah, we just nine have, targets last game. He let up two catches for fourteen yards. Yeah, like this Houston guy is just starting, just looking starting. good. He's still barely Aiden's had ta- Pascal. Aiden's taken some double teams. That fucking Kaminsky guy that you were talking about. He looks. Like, he he makes a lot of splash. Like plays. honestly, like we just murdered the Jaguars, who like, are a same record as they, us. Um, I was looking, or it was a tweet today. We I saw we didn't about, punt. No, we never punted. Why do we even have a punter? <laughs> the highest paid one. Yeah. <laughs> no, damn, what a dumb move. We have this offense now. Cut him. Yeah. No, I like him, but um, I never wanted to get rid of Sam Martin. I liked him as a punter, but mm. I don't know. He can't. Where did he go? We had, for for some reason we always typically have very good kicking units. Yeah, we. You know, hopefully, Denver. hopefully this Badgley guy can. Uh, well, well, Denver needs a punter. No, Sam Martin. I know. So He's in Denver. Good thing they got him. Oh, I thought you – yeah, yeah. They need it. I if you're going to score nine points a game, like, come on. <laughs> and in that air out there, yeah. probably booming them. But, um, well, I guess uh, we got time still on this. No, we got, like, uh, looks like – Well, Red Wings won yesterday. They're in third place in the Atlantic. Red Wings doing good. Pistons are garbage. Let's Red go, Wembanyama. Red Wings looking great. Kate's probably out for the <laughs> – It's not a good – Year number two, entertainment. Yeah, I mean, if there's a year to be bad, though, it's this year. It is. Like, like I mean, I know it's a lottery. It's only 40% chance, but my God, if the Pistons got Wembenyama pairing with Caden Ivey. <laughs> they got to get a big. I mean, yeah, he is. Yeah, but I, <laughs> he's I mean, like, I don't think, I, I don't really know. What, what is he? He's, he's taller than uh than Chet. 
and moves a lot a lot better, right? Yeah, he's like I a mean, LeBron James. I like, guess he that, would be that level big, um, but I'm talking like someone that can bang more. Like Durin? Like a Durin. Uh, I mean, we got him, but... We got a 19-year-old Jalen Durin. Yeah. Like, we got bright futures everywhere, except for I don't know about the Tigers. They just signed Matt Boyd. Like, I don't know what that means. I don't know. And I don't care. I don't care about baseball at all. Well, Jeremy, we are on to entertainment. Are you excited to talk about entertainment this week? Okay, that's a long pause. Sorry, I was... (laughs) I was. Um, I probably shouldn't. Have. I realized I didn't respond to saying something in the chat about the Christmas party. Oh, did someone that there will be more details to come. I just kind of left it hanging. Like seventeenth, that's it. Yeah, well, that's fine. Yeah, whatever. Um, <laughs> but yes, entertainment. Yeah. Would what, you say? What, <laughs> what have you been fucking with these last couple weeks? Okay, so since I had the COVID, mm-hmm. which I wasn't sick or anything, I just got the. Stay inside and watch movies. I had a right. good week of watching stuff. I watched the Troll movie. Oh, I saw that on Netflix. Um, yeah, I, I I saw the preview. I was like, you know, this looks like it could be pretty cool. This kind of trolls were like kid things, so I watched it. Don't necessarily recommend it. <laughs> um, is it like a for adults or is it for kids? No, it's adults. There's oh. not like they're not trolls as like the ones with crazy hair. They're like mountain trolls. Oh well, yeah, like actual trolls. Yeah, not like um, not like the little toys. Right. Yeah, not the toy <laughs> things. But like, because someone at work asked me that today too. Um, they thought they were like Teletubbies or something. No, it's like no. Whoa, um, but um, it's not for kids. Well, not not for kids, but it's not made for kids. Yeah, like um, it's just, I don't know. It's uh. It is a, I think, Norwegian film. Okay, um, is it in English? No. Well, you, yeah, you listen to it, but it's dubbed over or whatever. Oh. Um, which isn't, it wasn't... Like Squid Gamey? It always seems like the girl voices are way off for some reason. Like, they're too high-pitched from what they look like to me. I don't know why. Yeah. But, like, it, only some of that threw me off. But for the most part, it wasn't... I mean, it didn't matter. That would be a fun job to be a dub actor. Right? Because I was thinking of, like, some of it, how, like... Like they're turning, so like her, like you could hear, like I mean, I've seen how they do stuff like that. It was pretty cool, actually. But um, mm-hmm. anyways, I guess I check it out. It's decent, but not, I'm not saying it's good. Don't I yell mean, at me that, if you watch it and well, are not well, the happiest about it. Now that I know it's dubbed, it's gonna make me not want to watch it unless I hear like a bunch of people talking about it. Yeah, I'd leave it at that. Wait for like I would have never watched. Wait for watched, people to tell you to watch it to watch. <laughs> I would have never watched Squid Game if it didn't come out. Like if it, if it wasn't the talk of the town. Right. Me too. Um. <laughs> I hate dubs, and I don't like subtitles. What did I... I just watched the whole <coughs> show. What show did I just actually watch? Oh, the, um, it's on Hulu, the reboots. Okay. I think I mentioned this about you before, but... Um, yeah, so it sounds familiar. It's got a bunch of people what on is this, it. What is the basic synopsis? Um, so it's a... They're rebooting an old like sitcom. Oh, I heard about this. And the sitcom, how it was, it was like a step-by-step type thing, mm. but like they're... All the kids in it always made the right decisions. So, like, the daughter is writing yeah. this version, and she makes them basically make all the bad decisions mm-hmm. and make it more, like, hip, hippie and funny and stuff like that and a little darker. But um, there's a lot of, like, things in between it of fighting and, like, family members and cast. So it's basically Old like, cast coming back after 10 years. Yeah, and it's not a real sh- – it's not a re- it's like in a universe where this was a TV show. It's not like a right, right, it's not right. like an actual show. Right, right. And um So it's kind of it's kind of like meta, you Cuz it's like 10 years later so like the like the original one the kid was like 7. So now on on this, like the actual mm. episode, he's like 17. It's so like the first time they see him he like rolls up in a car. He's like, "What's up, dude?" And I'm like, "Who the hell are you?" And he's like, 
I'm like Brian or whatever. And like, wait, what? So it's like the, it's like behind the scenes of making the reboot, right? Yeah. It's, okay. Yeah. It's um, I it, it's it's funny. I like it a lot. You would probably know a lot more people than I do. I only know Mike and Michael Keegan Peel. Uh, Michael Key Peel. Keegan Michael. Wait, Key, what's his name? <laughs> Jordan Peel and Keegan Michael Key. That, oh, Michael Key. What's it? Okay, Michael Key. The Ke- bald one. Ke- Keegan Keegan Michael Key. The one that's right. with Rock, Quicken Loans. I don't know anything about that, but I'll just um, bring it up. <laughs> is it so? Is it good? Did you watch yeah, the whole I liked thing? Yeah, I it. It was awesome. Um, Did you I, actually binge a whole show? Yeah, nice. It's eight, eight episodes, but <laughs> it's got Judy Greer. Oh, Ra- I, I think she was on one of the podcasts I listened. Rachel to. Bloom, um, Paul Reiser, Reiser, Keegan Michael Key, Johnny Knoxville. Johnny Knoxville's in it. Nice. Yeah. He's actually he's funny. They got Fred Melmod. And you said it's on a Hulu. George Weiner. So they have a bunch of like these old guys on there that have been in like I don't know who are those like the middle see. row those comedian dudes. I've seen them all in like shows and stuff before. Uh, but they're like writers for the show. Peter Gallagher. That's um, uh, that's a Nick or Schmidt's dad from New Girl. Mm-hmm. Yes, they spend a lot of time in the show, like sitting in like the writer's room, like where they make the jokes. Yeah. Like that's where like these, like this Fred Melmid and like George Weiner dude and stuff. Um, they're like all like in that room and like it's, it's hilarious because there's like some young kids in there and then like old people and they don't always get the jokes because they're old and young and stuff. And theirs are like knock knock jokes and theirs are like funny jokes. So it's all, I'd rec, I highly recommend that show. Okay. I really liked it. That sounds like something that uh, I would actually like. So I will, I will try to check that out. Yep. Um, I was going to text you about it, but I was like, oh, I'll wait for the podcast. We have something to watch or listen to. Um, yeah. What else did I, I thought I watched something else. Oh no. I just, you see the trailer for cocaine bear. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I did see that. Yep. So I was reading about it cause it said it was a true story. So I wanted to read more. Yeah. See, it's funny that it's like, a true story based. when it's like not at all a true story. Well, it is true in the fact that drug smugglers dropped a stash. Yeah. A bear got into it, but like had a heart attack within like an hour or something, yeah, like didn't two go, miles away. Didn't go on a terrorizing. Right. Street. It was just like foaming at the mouth when they found it like, at, like dead, but like, yeah, it's hilarious that they're making it like <laughs> it's, into who's a cool it, who's it directed? It's directed by um fucking the girl from uh, she's in uh she's in knocked up she's the the reddish like the strawberry blonde no hair, like, no the the girl that uh, Steve Carell is like going to like forty year old virgin forty year old virgin is what I mean sorry oh she might be in knocked up too what's her name is that the same no is um no, well I'm thinking of knocked up or um I think she's in both. Let's look up Knocked Up. She, uh, I thought she had like red hair, like reddish, strawberry blonde. I don't know. She's. No, I know you're talking maybe, about the bl- black-haired girl. Maybe I'm wrong. The one that looks like the girl from Gilmore Girls. Hold on, I might be completely wrong on who this is. It's the mom from Gilmore Girls. Cocaine. Is it? I don't think so. Lorelai is the one from Forty Year Old Virgin. It's Elizabeth Banks. That's who. You're thinking of, or that's who? That's who directed. Co- that's who directed Cocaine Bear. You know Elizabeth Banks, right? Yes. Well, the, if I blonde. Though. Yes. I, okay. Yes, I know who that is. She's. Yeah, it's interesting that she's directing it. That's pretty she, cool. Wait, yeah, that's I didn't know she was a director. I guess they're all can be like that, or just become directors. Forty but... year old or knocked up was uh, Catherine Heigl. Forty year old version. I think she has like a scene in forty year old version. Catherine Keener. Is the one in Forty Year Old Virgin? Who the fuck? What the fuck is that Elizabeth Banks in that I know? 
She didn't, that's the girl from that Steve Carell was trying to bang in that. Right, but there was isn't there one there scene where he's with isn't there one scene where he's Leslie with Leslie Mann, Elizabeth Banks. Yeah, she is in that. Okay, cool. And Kate Dennings. Man, I shoot, I didn't realize how many people were in that movie. Or maybe because it's so old now, all these people are famous. I, 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 to be honest, I thought this looks like a really dumb fucking movie. Cocaine Bear. Yeah. <laughs> so it looks. So I was. But the fact that Elizabeth Banks is directing it makes me want to see that. It actually more for makes some it pretty reason. cool because I like her as an actress mm-hmm. a lot. Um, so be, I don't know if she does anything else directing, but it'd be cool if this is her first one to see what's about. But it's like a, it's like a cheesy dumb comedy. But I was when I was watching the Hate Babe, Hate Babe podcast today, they were saying like. This is a type of movie that like brings them. They're basically saying the movies the last like 10, 15 years has been like a, a shitty genre, a generation, excuse me, of movies. Oh, she directed and, um, Charlie's and, Angels and Pitch Perfect 2. Oh, well, really? Yeah. Wow. That's, they're old. Well, they were 2019 and like 2000, like the, the remake of Charlie's Angels. Oh, okay. I thought Pitch Perfect 2 was like a long time ago. But um, they were basically saying like, like, this is bringing it back to like a, a golden age of movies. Mm-hmm. Like this movie is like that dumb, funny comedy. Like, thing. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Like, I didn't like, get what they were describing, but the fact that they know way more than I do, I was like, all right, that seems even a little bit more for me to want to watch it. Like probably like Pineapple Express. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, like that. Like the Seth Rogen age. I think I get what they were saying. I just like I don't watch movies enough to like right. be able to say, oh, this movie, that movie, but. Yeah, I mean, I guess I think people are probably going to talk about it, so I'm probably going to see. I it. mean, I look, I'm pretty excited to watch it. <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't. Now that I watched the the reboots, I binged that, and I watched Troll yesterday. I don't have anything to watch right now. Yeah, well, um, uh, the final episode of season two of White Lotus is uh, coming out. Did you Sunday. watch that? Yeah, this, I'm on season. Well, because it's like a anthology series, so like each season's different. I saw that the other day, and I was like looking at it, but. But it's really good. I really like this second season, and uh, I'm excited to watch the ending. And it's nothing like, you know, it's, it's one of those shows I like that doesn't have any mysticism to it, you know? Yeah. Like, which means, I think that means if I'm watching it and it has no th- nothing like supernatural or magical or like a cool sci-fi twist, it's got to be good, right? <laughs> and uh, it's coming to, coming to an end for the second season, which uh, second season I do like better than the first so far, so that's always a good sign. And the first was really good. But I just like the characters in this one better because Audrey uh, Plaza's in it. Uh, Aubrey, Aubrey Plaza? Aubrey Plaza. The, the, Wouldn't know. The girl from... Uh, the, 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 the the brunette from... Uh, not The Office. Parks and Rec. Like, that's uh, always mean. You, you know, she has, like, a vibe to her. Parks and Rec, um, that was a hard show to get into. It was slow to start, but... Yeah, everyone I've, says I've, I've never a, really watched it. Like I, Everyone in college said that was, like like way better than the office I, I watch it here and there but like if it's on like well when i had cable if it was on cable but like i've never sat down like i want to put this on yeah and i love these but it was like really slow to get into and i, I don't never was really like a fan of those type of uh shows Mocky, too much. Yeah. yeah except the only one i ever really watched is abba elementary right um but yeah i also just watched a movie on hulu a hulu exclusive it's called ride the eagle starring jake johnson nick miller from new girl wait i think i've seen I think I watched or I seen um, that on like that when I was scrolling. I would put Ride it probably Eagle. at like a, uh, a, I don't know, like a seven, seven out of ten. Yeah, I know which one you're talking about. I um, watched this. It's uh, you watched it? I think I did. Where Wait, the... which one is this? No, I didn't watch this one. Okay, so now this is like his estranged mother dies and leaves in the will. Like he gets to have her cabin as long as he completes 
like some tasks that she left for him. Was it dumb? No, it was just like I don't know. It was sweet. Like it was. I wanted to watch it because Nick Miller, but right. It, it was it was a sweet like 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 touching. It wasn't like super exciting. It was just nice to you know watch on a like a lazy Sunday lazy Sunday night. You know. Yeah. It was nothing uh, spectacular, but nothing bad. I be, I do love Jake Johnson, so like it's hard not to like a movie with with him in it. Yeah. Because of his. And, I was gonna and, say Jack Johnson, the singer. Yeah. <laughs> And J.K. Simmons is in it, playing the classic J.K. Simmons roles. Okay. Um, and also, if you do, did you ever watch The Good Place? No, but I was that was literally what I was gonna say I might start watching it because every time you leave my house, it's up on my that or the leftovers. Yeah. Start one of those. Yeah, when the leftovers. The good Place is looks like, better though to me. The Good Place is like that's easier. Leftovers is right. hard, like especially because the first season is the worst season. The leftovers. Oh, is it? I thought it was. Or are you just on to at my house? Yeah, I, I just put it on to go to sleep, and uh, you know, fall asleep to something familiar. I do it all the time. So I, I forgot. I also binged a short, like was, I think there were six episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, Kevin Hart's show, true St- or it's like a little just a series. There's no, it's just done. Um, it's called True Story on Netflix. Okay, Have you come across that at all? No, I haven't um, heard about it either. It's a, it's not a true story. Uh, it's loosely so when they say loosely based on a true story um i was digging into it because people were like actually thinking like kevin hart went through all this in his life i'll tell you the synopsis in a minute or the plot in a minute but um i was like there's no way but basically kevin hart just grew up in philly like this this comedian on his show and he has a not the best relationship with his brother Mm -hmm. but in in what that's like in this show, or in this like little thing, it's it's about a a comedian like a comedian out, out of Philly, um, who's hanging out with his strange or his brother yeah. for the weekend, and they get into a bunch of shit, and kind of like a thriller goes through there. Um, his brother just keeps digging him in bigger holes and stuff, type of thing. But I was like, has it is <laughs> the amount of crime in it? <laughs> like there's no there's never people the people that thought this was Kevin Life Kevin Hart's story is just ridiculous. I was like, you guys are morons. Like there's murders in there, there's drugs in it and like everything. You guys think Kevin Hart murdered people and is just out there right now? <laughs> I uh I, I found a quote on Twitter the other day. It was said, pretty good though, I'd recommend it if you you might not like it as much. I don't really like Kevin Hart. I love Kevin Hart. It's not a it's not it's funny, but it's not like it's yeah. not meant to be. It's not. He, he doesn't have this kind of humor that I like. like it's got a guy I really like in it, though. It's a little too outrageous. Well, has, uh, Wesley Snipes. I don't really care for him too much, but uh, Theo Rossi. Um, I don't know who that is. Uh, might recognize him as a photo. I saw it, but I did see, like kind of on the lines of what you're talking about with this being like not a true story. I saw this quote this on guy, Twitter. He was in Sons of Anarchy. He's been in. I don't know what that movie is or whatever, but he looks. I don't know if I know him. He, he's he's not been in like a he's not like a, a major role actor, right? Um, but I, I've always since Sons of Anarchy, I've always loved him. Yeah, but I saw this quote on Twitter. It said, um, "Fiction carries the burden of believability." Like referring to writing fiction, carries the burden of believability, whereas reality doesn't need to be believable to be true. Like talking about like the world and like how fucking, like you know, we haven't even talked about Kanye yet. Like, <laughs> well, are we on entertainment? Oh, yeah, we are. Well, that's 
but I can go dive into both. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a, that guy's like, oh man, what a buffoon. Did we talk to him about, talk about Kanye on here like three weeks ago when he did some other outlandish shit? Yeah, probably. Shit? Yeah. <laughs> it's fucking crazy. That guy is having a mental breakdown like no other. I mean, to blow Alex Jones' mind on his show, <laughs> right. just, I mean, that tells you all you need to know. I don't even know much about Alex Jones. I just know he's a huge conspiracy theorist. And he got um, sued for millions of dollars Sandy for... Hook parents. <laughs> yeah, for um, big people believe that Sandy he, Hook wasn't real. And then, like, but, like, he, I was watching... I mean, I, got, I, I watched enough of the clips, I felt like I basically watched the whole interview. Um, but, like, when... When he was when he's like, talking to that net, like, yeah. When but like right before that, when he was like, I like like Nazis too, and, and Alex Smith was like, well, no, nah, I mean, we don't believe in the same things or whatever. Like, he's trying to like pass it off, and just Kanye wouldn't stop him. Like, man, you're making this guy uncomfortable. That's yeah, this um, is bad. <laughs> hey, Kanye, just so you know, I don't think Hitler would have the same opinions about you, bro. Like, like oh you're not God. blonde and blue eyed. <laughs> like, and and not only that <laughs> is um because people are obviously tearing apart everything he said, like. Uh, Hitler not, or German Germans never even created highways. He's just talking yeah. about the autobahn, right? Which is through Germany and or whatever. Hitler did not, not invent the microphone. And, yeah, and the microphone was like the, I was reading. It was like basically it was someone else and Edison. I think it was someone else in Edison, but the actual person that has like the patent on or whatever is neither of those two people right. that actually like Kanye is getting it confused it. because like one of the people, one of the reasons people say Hitler's rise to power was so successful because it came around right is the same time as the megaphone. Megaphone, yeah. Like, which is probably why because I've you heard can, that because you if you talk real loud about something, like people are gonna believe you regardless of what's true or not. Like, and that gives you this way to amplify your voice. Yeah, your, your fucking lunatic ideas. It is, man, it's so. The guy is. I just. I mean, like, does he have no friends like that? I don't. Like, well, like when you're that rich, people just say yes to you, and especially when you're that crazy. Like that is true. It's hundred percent, hundred percent true. You didn't gotta be rich for that. You just. Yeah, you just have. If you have that much influence, you know, people are gonna believe yeah. you. Like, um, which is, it, yeah, it's uh, it's just, it's sad to see a downfall of just. I mean, any human being. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's, uh, Jesus, it's just, like, it's rapidly getting worse and worse. And like, yeah, the reality is fucking like, I, it's just, no, everyone believes in different things right now. And you're, his, what, every time he dresses, he looks like a goddamn buffoon. Like, I don't, <laughs> that, is that, if that's design, if that's art, I don't know what, like, that's stupid. That's it just, can be art, but it shouldn't be coming from a fucking crazy he, person. He was wearing, the other day I saw, cause he was wearing, I saw a photo with his kids, mm. um, after that interview and he was making the. They're young. Didn't kids. you say something about Chris Paul? And they had, um, I think they had they had some type of like a swastika or something. They had some. Oh my god! Bad like some anti-Semitism symbol. That he they also were announced wearing. he's running for president, but which is hilarious. He was wearing waiter boots up to like to his knees and black jeans. He had not a fanny pack. He had a straight up lunchbox tied to his to his belt. It was from <laughs> his belt to like his neck almost. And then he whatever ridiculous jacket he had. I'm like. Who literally wakes up and thinks like anyone is gonna tell you you look good wearing this? Like <laughs> only people with money, because you have so much money you don't know what to do. You find stupid shit to wear and think it's fashionable. Well, I guess it's better than dressing like an NPC like you do. Right. I, I, I'm fine. I dress like most of the world. You're a cartoon character. You wear yeah. the same thing every day. I, I, I dress comfortable. I wear my my jeans, shorts, tennis shoes. And I'm not one. I do dress shirts. a little more flashy than you, but I do wear the same jeans every single day. So. I like um, I like 
whatever you call these type of like windbreaker type shirts. Yeah, I mean to each to each their own. Like Kanye's fashion sense is the least of my worries about him. Like, <laughs> I it, but it, it that blows my mind that people think because that's what he makes almost all his money on nowadays is fashion. But I'm like mm-hmm. wh- like who who would ever want to like that looks that looks like you're about to go in a puddle and play <laughs> like it, it, it you know he might. <laughs> It's weird that people like, can get that rich and say these crazy things and still be that rich. Like it's like, what the fuck is going oh, on? I mean, he's losing millions. I have to assume by the day. He's also probably gaining a bunch because some people believe that way. Yeah, I guess I don't know where his money at this point is coming from. I mean, I'm sure there's he's got. I mean, he's house, like he's never retail. He's, he's shit, never playing like, a concert again. As far as like his music career and labels mm-hmm. and like people dropping him, like all those commercials things like that like he has nothing from that i think his school even got shut down yeah that he has or whatever but like obviously he still has his clothing brands kanye probably shouldn't be teaching people anything still makes money off anyone (laughs) buying music from him right um i mean i know there's still ways especially real estate it's the best way but he's probably got shit ton of that but once you have much money it's like impossible to be poor yeah i mean he i guess as, as less you outspend your means just buy his dumb shit when he mm-hmm. doesn't, you know, have income coming in. But yeah, it's a uh... <laughs> Jesus. What a what a psycho. Jesus walks. <laughs> Jesus walks. <laughs> um, Nas released a new album. Oh yeah, I heard it's fire. Haven't listened to it yet. Isn't he one of your favorite people? Yeah. You ever listened dropped. to it yet? Oh no. They dropped today. Huh? They dropped today. Today or yesterday, I believe. Oh come on, man. I know I got beat by Ian Rappaport. Really? <laughs> yeah. That's, he was tweeting. He was like, he was one of my influences because he's a huge. He loves rap. The NFL guy. <clears throat> yeah. Oh. I mean, Nas is forty nine. I'm not saying anything about that. I'm just saying like that's so it's like it's that's where he, you're getting your music takes from. You well, really I mean, are all sports. But that's but. who he grew up listening to. Like right. that's who I grew up listening to. It's like so. If, I mean, he listens to like my generation music too. Our generation. Hey, Little Nas X is not um, that new. Or not little, little Nas X. Um, but uh, I mean, Jay Z's old as shit. Uh, I never really got the Jay Z vibe. I'm not a big Jay Z fan. I just it feel was like too he... much. Ooh, ooh. I can't even try it. I, like, I don't. I don't think any of this is good. I don't want people are, are liking it so much. But, yeah, I um, you know, shout out to you for making it. Yeah, I was, you got you're married never... to like the hottest person in the world. I don't think she's that hot. Well, I mean, a lot of people do. And, like, she is, and she is arguably. She's rich. That's why people think she's hot. She, you know, Beyonce is fucking super hot. She's pretty. I don't think she's like the hottest woman in the world. Okay, well, she would, she would be on a lot of people's lists of top five. Uh, I'm sure she probably would. I mean, yeah, and no influ- doubt. She and would influence be. is part of it. Yeah, it is. That's a huge part of it. Because, like, you know, how's she in the world? Like, there's probably just some random fucking person in. Uh, it's poor as shit in their mom's basement. Yeah, it's fucking hot as shit. Making TikToks, crying. Yeah. <laughs> God, TikToks. <laughs> oh, TikTok. Glad I don't got TikTok. I fucking love TikTok. I could just sit on the, that shit for hours. No, don't. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's like, it, it beats just sitting and watching TV. Like, it's, I don't know, it is probably poisoning my brain, but. Uh, it's 100% poisoning your brain. I've been getting, I'm getting onto, like, uh, comedy TikTok. Like, so I'm watching a bunch of stand-up comedy, like, little clips. <laughs> and there was one that I saw the other day that was super fucking funny. The guy's like, you know, I'm all for, like, the Special Olympics and stuff. Like, yeah, that's all great. But I think, like, the person that created that probably was a little questionable. <laughs> <laughs> like, if your best friend tells you, like, hey, 
we should do this, you're going to be like, no, don't right. ever say that out loud. <laughs> so I guess TikTok's not as bad as like social media. I'm not, I mean, mm. obviously you can get down rabbit holes like that in YouTube for hours watching dumb shit, but like, at least you're not like, because you're not posting on TikTok. Right. I mean, and, and, but if, like, if I was posting on any of them, honestly, TikTok would be the one that I would post on because I have a film background. I, mean, I don't know? even know. Do you still post on like Facebook and Instagram and all that? And Only pictures. Snap and shit. Only pictures and sometimes I'll tweet. But like, because um, I, was, I was, the podcast I was listening to today, they were talking about like, because uh, one of the guys, he hasn't had social media on his phone for like, I think he said a year and he feels much clearer. He doesn't feel like he has to um, post things online mm-hmm. to feel happy and satisfaction and things like that. And he was like saying how when he first deleted all of social media, he got really depressed because he had no one liking photos and giving him mm-hmm. like compliments so he felt like out of the out of the loop of news too in the world and he's like but then i realized i don't give a shit about someone i knew 12 years ago baby i don't need to like their photo they don't need to like my photo like you don't need that all you need is your friends and your family and you know your loved ones who's close to you and i was like yeah that's that's what i did and i wish everyone would start doing that more and more but <laughs> i mean i like we have too many friends that do that though that like post shit for like you're doing it for likes. Mm. You don't just like you. If you post multiple times a day, you're sitting there. I mean, they feel throughout good. your day. Likes feel good. Trying. I know they do. I. I mean, I, I feel good if I post like you, you the still, random time I ever tweet like once every two months, and I get one like. I'm like, fuck yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but like, I get happy. But so I get the the dopamine it gives you. But right. that's also it's fake. Who gives a shit? Like, why are you posting things on the internet for people across the world or across the state? And also, you got people on there that just scroll and just like like every photo, anyway. So who gives a (laughs) shit? They don't like. They're just liking it because we're friends. I'm supposed to like this. It's it's a it's a damn trap. It's fake. Like you don't. Well, I like I like posting on like Instagram, which also posts to Facebook, like because like I mean I post when I have a good photo and I you know I like I like that I take good photos, you know, and it feels good when I get a lot of likes because I have noticed the ones that are better do get more likes posting photos i guess on instagram is a little different than like just in facebook in general because like God, I, guess, I can't tell you the last time i posted like a status when i facebook. was on instagram and facebook like instagram was like people f- posted more of like like oh i'm on a vacation like a, a mountain in the background mm. or something or like a food or a nice restaurant or something where facebook's like oh look what my baby drew today two hours later look what my baby ate Oh, look what my grandma said today at dinner. Oh, mm-hmm. let's all laugh at this. Like, dude, no one gives a fucking shit. Like, it, <laughs> well, like, like, but there are certain things like when Mike and Mary like were you, posting about the baby. You think being you're born. funny because you post on Facebook and you have the same twelve people liking your shit. You ain't funny. You're just annoying. Some people are funny with it though. Like, I mean, it, some people can. I'm not. It's generalizing. Right, right. But it's for the most part though. Like, it, it just I, I don't know. The, more people should tell you in person. Mm. Things like that, you should be able to be like, just we need to go back to the day of calling. I'm terrible at calling, I know that, and I'm, and I'm saying this, but like, I'm good at it. I miss the days of like answering the house phone, calling friends, just seeing what they're doing for the weekend, yeah, yeah. knowing you're not even going to see them that day, just to say what's up it's for better, five it's minutes. Better than, like, better than texting, rather than liking a photo, and that's our interaction is, mm-hmm. and like, oh, this person, I they liked it. Every, I should keep, uh, it's just, oh, it's dumb. That's it's a weird I, like, world to I, live in. I call people like, uh, quite a bit like you know you do no you're very good at it just because like it's easier gets to the point quicker and like i don't feel 
awkward on, in a conversation, you know? I don't Probably because like... I do this podcast. Do you, since you've been doing this podcast regularly, do you feel like it's easier to talk to people? Um, I don't ever feel like I really... Well, yes and no. I don't ever feel like I have a problem talking to people mm-hmm. if I'm comfortable. If I'm not comfortable, yeah. then I have... Like, it's hard for me, but like you or any of our friends, I have no problem mm-hmm. talking forever, but... I think this podcast has put me into a trance where I don't like long periods of silence. You know, like I hate it when like everyone's like talking, looking at their phone at the same time. I, I, I can't stand that. Like, so I got to fill the void. Like that's, I can't why I'm, stand that. that's one of the reasons why I'm so fucking loud all the time and so talkative. Cause yeah, I, I, um, it's, I missed the game when, when I like first started hanging out and everyone did phone stack. Like uh, I, I forgot about phone stacks. It's it's annoying now. Like and like and even when we go do shit, I was just like, why is everyone on their phone? Like, come on. Mm. And I'm, I'm actually that's one thing I'm very proud of is I put my phone away for a long period of time and don't touch it. Yeah. At parties, I put it up in cupboards of people's houses <laughs> and I leave it there with all my shit and walk away. I don't touch my phone. Like I'm there to hang out with people with my friends, and too many people are just like on their phone the whole time and i'm just like dude what get the hell off of your phone yeah like, if i'm on my phone i just want to show you a funny TikTok I saw. yeah like <laughs> uh it's a but i also it is hard because like brave I, new world when i'm in the like i try to put my phone in the charger upstairs and then go in the basement and, like play madden or something so it's not even near me to like pause you and also grab have it. to do it that way because your phone is fucking ancient well, i can move my charger downstairs though but you have to prop it up on a book weird no no I mean, I could do it downstairs. You're it number three. Like that, but, oh. Um, it's just so I don't, if I have like a break in a second, I don't run and grab it. I have to act, like I can't pause the gameplay online. So I have to wait an hour basically to go oh, okay, grab my phone. So it forces me to also get rid of that anxiety of not having it in my hand and searching for everything, um, which I feel like this podcast to answer that long question um, or long answer was this podcast, I don't feel like it's helped me talk. It just helped me not care as much about what people think. Nice. Well, Jeremy, you ever um, uh, go like take a shit and forget your phone? I mean, I don't. I don't use my phone when I shit. What do you do? I don't sit on the toilet for fucking twelve minutes. I wait till I'm ready to shit, and I go in there and I poop, wipe my ass, and I leave. Uh, well, I <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't poop that long. Well, that's well. Cool. I mean, I, I there's times you do, but like for the general part, I don't. I don't want to sit I mean, on the. You're toilet still there long. for like at least a minute. Yeah, but I don't. So you I sit mean, there and just stare. Well, I okay. Well, I live alone, so I shit with my door open. I haven't closed my door since Jeff moved out to, to even shower. <laughs> really, Maya just like sleeps in. Like, when I get out of the mat, when I get out of the shower, Maya's just always laying there. I'm just like, God damn it, move. And my feet get all hairy from her laying there. But, like, yeah, I don't close the bathroom door. So I have the TV on. I just listen to the TV. Okay, that makes sense. I always, I, even though I do live alone now and have lived alone for a while before, Mike Wells lived here. But You have a people, window, though. I don't have a window in my bathroom. Well, I mean your front window. You can't see the toilet from there. If it's open, you can't? No. Oh, if someone's walking by, they probably could. Hey, yeah. just people come into my house randomly sometimes. Yeah, I guess that's true. Which, all Which, right. But we're on to politics, and I want to talk about this thing that I was telling you about. Uh, was that yesterday or the day before? Yeah, uh, yesterday? Chat GPT. Yeah. 
Um, so it's this new AI technology that you can ask it to write anything. Like Jeremy, give me something like like I've had it. I had write me like I've, I said, write me the opening scene to season eight of New Girl, and it like literally wrote like a screenplay. Like you can do anything. Like, was it um was anything like it? Yeah. <laughs> like all right, what's your all right, what what's your um uh let's say Sons of Anarchy? What season? What, what was the last season? I don't. Season six was the last one, right? Sure, I don't know the. Right, the first episode of season seven of Sons. Right, the last episode of Sons of Anarchy. Of Anarchy. See if they make them go out the same way. <laughs> All right, let's see if it's. Oh, it's taken a while to generate this time. See, it probably reads the synopsis of it and tweaks it. It just it just is all AI from based on learning, but this one is this one might have stumped it because it's not writing anything yet. But we'll see. We'll come back to it. But this just goes along with like. So what, is that an app? What is this on? It's just a website called ChatGPT. It is dope. That story you sent me of Cruck. Yeah, the Cruck and Miles Davis uh, and the trumpet. Laugh, and I was like, "This is awesome." You know, what I was thinking though, because like I I I wrote back to you. I was like, "I needed this to write papers." Yeah, you like, can. But that also that got me thinking after that. Like Mitchell how, made her write a five hundred word essay. How much this is going to um change the world. Well it'll change so it'll, I mean it'll change some like so just for instance, music. Mm. Now people can r- basically create their own song and then sing it from that AI and people are like, Oh wow, he's a genius or they can use that as like a template and write, you know, switch words but they no one has their own ideas anymore it's all plagiarism it's all ghostwriting for you like you know like i feel there still will be but like this can there's already a lot more of like in the music industry as far as ghostwriters right now like people don't write their own shit anymore like this i think feel like we'll just speed that up with this movies papers and school like a hard sorry text to write to your wife, your mom, like whatever it might be. Like look at it, just generate this. Yeah, I, like I wrote, I wrote write write an argument against AI software, AI writing soft, software, and it goes. This is just in two seconds. There are several arguments that can be made against the use of AI to write software. First, AI alg- algorithms are often complex and difficult to understand, which mean which can make it difficult for humans to verify that the software is functioning correctly and is free of errors or bugs. This lack of transparency can introduce security risk and other potential problems that could have serious consequences. Second, AI-written software is likely to be less flexible and adaptable than software written by human developers. AI algorithms are designed to, to perform specific tasks and may not be able to handle unforeseen situations and changes in requirements. This could limit the usefulness and applicability of the software. And this is, where, this is the part where I'm concerned about, which AI software is presenting to me right now. Third, the use of AI to write software raises ethical concerns. As AI algorithms become more advanced, there is a risk that they could be used to automate tasks that are currently performed by human workers, potentially leading to job losses and other economic disruptions. Additionally, there are concerns about potential for AI to be used for malicious purposes, such as creating malware or other harmful software. Overall, while AI has the potential to improve efficiency and accuracy of software development, there are also significant drawbacks and potential risks that need to be carefully considered. Like, this is just like a paper. Right. Like it's it's crazy. <clears throat> That's um. I I actually totally forgot we at work like probably f- four years, three years ago, three four years ago maybe we got um 
like an assisted, I, everyone has it now, like those chat bots to yeah. basically get you started, which this could just, I mean, it can get more complex and take away client relations type people, um, you know, like phone people like that. If you have mm. AI, just, oh, here's a million questions people can ask. Yeah, like, and like, no, I'm, I'm going to try to make it right a funny I feel like one. if you're a kid right now, like you should, um, if you don't want to get into like the technology aspect, any type of field like that, mm-hmm. um, I would highly suggest if do that. <laughs> um, but if you don't, <laughs> you're an idiot. You don't want to get into coding anything like that. Cause I get it. It's maybe just not, might not be your interest, but this shit can write code. Like that's what I'm saying. Like, but like you either got to be in like a field like this, uh, technology advanced field or a good field. We go back to trades where we don't have enough carpenters. We don't have enough auto mechanics, things right. like that. Like, um, until we make robots the, that can do the, that. The positions in the between, the between, the, 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 the. <laughs> um, those are the ones that can probably, because you can't make a robot really to build a house. I mean, maybe you eventually can, but it's a, uh, be a lot more difficult. I feel like than having to build a car. Um, I told it to write an episode of New Girl starring Danny DeVito, and this is what it wrote. In this episode of New Girl, Danny DeVito guest stars as Nick's uncle, who comes in to visit from New Jersey. Nick is excited to see his uncle, but the other roommates are skeptical about how they will get along with him. When Uncle Danny arrives, he immediately starts making himself at home, raiding the fridge, and offering unsolicited advice to the roommates. Jess tries to be polite, but Uncle Danny's blunt and brash personality quickly rubs her the wrong wrong way. Meanwhile, Schmidt and Winston are thrilled to have a cool uncle around, and they try to impress him by showing off various talents. Uncle Danny is impressed by Schmidt's dance moves, but is less than impressed by Winston's attempts at stand-up comedy. As the episode progresses, the roommates start to see that Uncle Danny has a soft side, and they begin to warm up to him. He tells them stories about wild days in New Jersey and offers them advice on their love lives. In the end, Uncle Danny's visit brings roommates closer together, and they all learn to appreciate each other's quirks and differences. That would be an awesome episode. I know. Right? <laughs> like, like, this is a crazy technology. And Danny then, DeVito and New Girl would be awesome if I would have guessed anyone's uncle would have been his. <laughs> right. Um, that, oh, man, that's a, that's stupid, though. It's crazy. Because now, like, well, I mean, it's, it's cool in a way, but also, like I said, it's, it it um, it takes away human creativity because now what you, like, I just, mm. that literally would be a great episode. Right. And now someone can just literally write a sentence. Like, I can this. see Winston doing stand-up com- comedy for... Yeah. Frank Reynolds. Right. And just, just failing perfectly. Yeah. But like <laughs> just to be able to type one sentence in there and create one whole I mean you, a whole show off that. Mm-hmm. Like you mean, I mean you can do everything. That's what's happened like I don't know if you've like cuz I know you're not on social media that much but have you seen people doing this AI like anime things that people are paying for? Mm-hmm. Like basically you upload like 10 photos of yourself and you have to pay for this and people are fucking paying for it. And it'll like use AI art to like make art of you. Like Make a cartoon for you, like like looks like and like it looks some of it looks pretty fucking. Or it's sweet. just strictly art, like paintings, drawings. I'll show you. Let me try to find someone I knew who did it. Um, like this. Can't shit. you just go to like a boardwalk and do that? Oh. And it's just from a fucking computer making this art, like so it is taken away because people in the art art world can do this, you know. They 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 have done this, and it's stealing everybody's art and recombining it. Right. You know, and it's like the uh, Dolly me or the Dolly thing, which is part of the uh, chat GPT is like a t- separate company where you can just write like, all right, give me like something that you want it to generate and I'll, sh- and I'll, and I'll show you it. Just think of something. Um, 
Oh, that's tough. <laughs> Larry, we'll go with um, um, uh, how about the NFL, but in hell. Let's see what that. Let's see what that does. Good. I was gonna say Barry Sanders. <laughs> and then it's gonna take a second to generate, and then it's gonna make four different pictures of whatever the prompt I just wrote out of nothing, which is fucking wild. And there's other, there's other stuff. There's other AI technology that can change your voice to sound like somebody else. And there's other deep fakes, like where you can like, like, you know, you can like make your face look different. Like make it like, let's say you want to make yourself sound like George Bush. Like, so this is the NFL, but in hell, like they give you, Oh shit. They give you four photos. Wow. That's dope. Like, I don't know how that's hell, but. It just is just a bunch of nonsense. So they're basically just taking photos that they've seen on Google and just mixing them. Yeah, but like it's more than just mixing. Like it's, it, it's like it's cre- it's creating. It's crazy. Like this, I don't like it. And, <laughs> I don't like it. And Jeremy, this technology is like six months old. That's like it's already this good, and like you, we don't have the pace of technology advancing. Like. Six months from yeah. now, it's gonna be com- it's gonna be so much better because everyone's using it and it's taking all this data and adding it to the algorithms. And I feel like we're we're giving we're we're just moving we're just spiraling towards just, the end of society. We're just moving into a time where we don't know what's real and what's not anymore. We have to we question everything we see, we hear, mm-hmm. we we like touch at this point. Like, I mean, th- like the video of uh, Steph Curry the other day. The amount yeah. of people that thought that was fucking. Re- I thought it was real. Anyone. Uh, so yeah. Steph, I mean, I was, I was like, I, I, I was questioning whether it was or wasn't, but it looked perfect. No, he came out and said it was all doctored and right. shit. But like, um, you know, even the even the Drew Brees lightning strike thing, did you see that? Well, that was a very bad publicity stunt. I mean, to, it probably worked. Got me talking I mean, about some did. place I did. So I almost texted the group chat. Is this guy? Is he dead? Because no one said anything. I was like, and I was getting alerts. I'm like, is is he dead? He got hit by lightning. And then I find out it was just a, a hoax. To get people to view it, I was like, "What is? It's so dark. I love it, though." You know, we're um, already spiraling to like, like different things politically. Like we are in the political segment, where like people are believing like completely things that aren't true, like the QAnon shit. Like, and you know, like people, I'm sure people think some of the things I believe in are just completely batshit crazy and not yeah. true. Pe- people already think like actual sports are because of that video. They're like are, are fake. Someone on Twitter the other day was trying to get a bet bet money back on like DraftKings or FanDuel or something. Yeah, um, because they said that the last second sh- um, they thought they think it glitches. Someone made like a last second shot, lost him his bet or whatever. Yeah, and he's like, it glitched. You guys are doctoring these videos. If if Steph can do it and fool everyone, then you guys are doing it in real life where it's so quick that we don't even know as fans. Like, you gotta be shitting me. There, dude. There's people in the stadium. Yeah. <laughs> like, what do you think about that, dude? Dude, perfect like, example was when we were at this Lions game. There's all fake people there? We were at this Lions game, and they're, like, a, like right before they're about to snap the ball, or, like, they're going to get, a, like, a, a touchdown or not. And I'm, like, it reflex, reflexively going to my phone, like, all right, let's see if let's see what actually happens. Right, like, right. Look at, my, look at my fantasy. I was like, wait, I'm fucking right, here. Right, yeah, it's happening like, here first. Like, I'm not delayed by the internet We said, like, 21 nothing, and we were like, what the hell? Yeah. What is going on? It's like, where where are we? What is happening We're in the world? We're watching like the JV team play. <laughs> you know, that's why this story that I'm working on is like basically talking about all this shit, like different realities happening all at once. And like, I feel lost in what yeah. the fuck is even real because what is real? Like, you it's know, crazy. you got all this Mandela effect shit, you know, like that's still like 
um, weird to explain. Like, why does why does a shit ton of people remember a movie called Shazam starring Sinbad that never was a movie? You know, that's weird. Because Shazam is the character. That's the Shaquille O'Neal one. Kazam. Yeah. Kazam. But like people, but he says Shazam in the movies. I think all the time. So I'm thinking they just put things I don't together think he they hear and and put it as yeah, like true. It, it's weird, but like it's not like it's not like a single person doing it, you know? Like it's like Right, right, right. Everybody. So that's I, I guess maybe maybe I'm a little bit wrong on this, but today Pat McAfee was talking about this with Darius Butler on his show that um they were saying basically like the the NFL contract, if they make a new rule, one guy reads like fifteen pages of the new rule. And he picks out like five bullet points to tell every single player in the NFL what they need to know. Mm-hmm. And then everyone believes that. But like you're believing one guy's opinion of what you need to know and you're missing maybe the small details. Yeah, have, you, have, maybe, we, have we not heard of the game telephone? Right, like, like that type of thing. Like people just like it, like you believe like a lie is told enough, mm-hmm. it becomes true. Yeah. And I know that's not necessarily a lie. It's like along the same line though, it's like a, it's talked about enough, like it just becomes true. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's weird how that works. Like I was listening to this episode of This American Life, which is a podcast I listened to, and they were doing like the telephone experiment with like a complicated story and like passing it on to people right, right. and people and people and like like you listen to them tell this person a story and then you listen to these other people retell it and then afterwards like they get a bunch of things wrong and they're like I could have sworn I was telling it the right way, you know because memories memories kind of a lie you know it's just whatever brain fucking little electricity neurons are going on in your head that somehow form a memory, which is all really existential. You know, scientists are like, I don't know if they're necessarily well confused. They're, they're learning more that they don't believe memories are held in your brain. They're held in your cells. That's why like there was a story of a girl just the other day. Um, or I don't know when she passed away, but she like gave her liver away or donated it. Yeah. This guy got it. Um, you know, like the mother listens to the heart and everything, but, um, there's like, she, like she thinks she could hear him or something like she, she could hear her daughter when she listened to her or something like that but like there then they were talking about another story of another dude that got like some type of a transplant of a body part or a woman did and the the dude that she got it from was a construction worker she's never hammered anything in her life never has even picked up a hammer mm-hmm. to her according to her once she had the transplant, like three weeks later, she said she had just an inkling to build, and she like built a shed in her backyard. That's pretty crazy. If that's a true um, story, that's fucking crazy. But like there, and there's like a lot of stories like that, like people that have like different uh, body parts in them, yeah, yeah, like remember things that have nothing to do with their life. Yeah, so that would make because they're saying like memory, they're starting to think memories are held in just cells throughout your body, not just your brain right that's why like your brain maybe just processes everything i mean how many stories are there like little kids like like five-year-old kids like hey like i was killed in another life and like right then they dig up a a body there with a skull fracture like they Mm. they described it like what is it true like what i don't know it's weird yeah i feel like that's like proof of souls well that i mean that too as i'm saying there's a it's it's too deep a level that i want to know you know we're we're getting like it's it's that is because they always say like um trust your gut or tr- uh, what is it? You should trust your gut because mm-hmm. there's t- your brain's in two pieces. Like 99% right. of your brain's here, the other's in your gut. 
And um, like your brain lives literally in two halves, which each. Well, I guess then three pieces because yeah, two halves. You know, like they say when you dream, like one half of your brain is making up the story, and the other half is experiencing yeah. it. Like this, there's a small part of your brain that's on your like mm-hmm. somewhere in your bowels or whatever. Basically, controls that. So they say that, like you feel it in your heart. They say like trust your gut. You're supposed to do that because it's your brain. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like your like your intuition. It's because like you feel it in your body. It's yeah. It's like I don't know cells all over my like. It's it's crazy if that's true like i could like right. give you like and my you know eyeball crazy? and all of a sudden you see the world in a different light like <laughs> <It's>, both eyes <laughs> you know and it's like all right these stories you're telling me like and it's crazy like that i have to like question like i don't know if this is a true story you know like, right because like you're just telling me this and like i and even even if you fact check it with sources i don't fucking know what these sources are coming from because i don't right. know what's fucking real anymore nope like <laughs> Like it's all it's all madness right now, and it that's does why, make um, me want to go live in the fucking middle of the woods. That's why you got to get rid of a um, limit limit technology and stuff to be present. <laughs> but do the goods of technology outweigh the bats? No, like because they are they can do crazy things with like healing people and like making people that can't uh, like they are like really close to like making fucking bionic limbs that you can just work with your brain, like. Yeah, Elon Musk is about to start launching this Neuralink thing, which is—I mean, which is in theory great technology if it works. But it's scary that we're about to start implanting computers into our brain to have augmented reality. I mean, we're adaptive as a species. All species are adaptive. Um, I mean, people learn to mm. live through things. Like we've always—I mean, it makes—it doesn't make things better. It makes things convenient. Mm-hmm. You can do. You literally don't have to leave your house, and you can have a touch of a button, have your groceries delivered, your food delivered. You never have to leave your house yep. for, to eat. To you drink. can. You can even work you, from home you now. You don't have to do like you. You. you I'm you, sure there are people that do all. You of just this. have to click a button on your phone to talk to a therapist. Now, like you literally never have to leave your your house. You have. There's subscription boxes at the Wazoo. You need new ties. You got ties for the year. Yep. You got socks. You got meal prep plans like you have everything you want from a touch of a button so it's convenient but it makes people have no interactions people are losing mm-hmm. i feel like a sense of worth I feel like people don't know what they're supposed to do anymore like people don't have drive i feel like anymore everything's like everyone's too lazy too tired they want to be on their phone mm-hmm. it's created way too much anxiety i feel like that yeah. it definitely has a point of it like i think it's done a lot worse than good it's just made things convenient mm-hmm. and we've become a and they're only convenient because we want things done so but quick these are now. these are things that you can like get around you know but like it's just too easy to not you know right like, that's why like a place like bonner is so magical like you can barely charge your phone you know you're just with the people you know yeah but like yeah, it's like like when I was like when we were young and I like I would like hang out with friends and like you know you you just go like something simple like you go to a McDonald's for mm-hmm. an hour you eat you see friends right now it's just like it's like an experience you're out there like you're you're yeah, you're with people and now you're just hey we're in our basement playing Call of Duty let's order ten Big Macs and never leave this couch we're not people just aren't interacting anymore I don't know mm-hmm. I feel like it's hurting businesses like there's no play places there's no ball pits i used to hang out there all the time like there's no like there's COVID there's less things to things do up. out because there's so many mm-hmm. things people just want to be at home all the time and like you can't really go like you i i feel like you like there's not really anything to do to go out to unless you're going out drinking i mean drinking is a part of life i mean i i agree, <laughs> I agree obviously this podcast is a staple of that but like you know like we're not going out and uh 
I don't even know what what would we do. Like, what would we go out and do? That's go putt putt, go glow in the dark putt putt. That's true. I mean, there, I there mean, are people doing that stuff. Just though. go to. I know. I mean, I mean, um, just go get ice cream as friends. I don't know. I don't know. Just people are always just go know. give people your money. Like, is there anything that you don't we so, go do without guess, giving people your money? Like, they, other than like maybe playing sports. Which people like at least in our friends we don't really do it anymore. Listen, that's a, I was gonna give an example that's really a bad example to say like <laughs> the time like me LT and his friend like they don't have you know delivery service um, DoorDash for like food back then. Right, right. So they never had delivery service for White Castle, and one day we really wanted White Castle after activities, so we had to drive all the way to Lansing. <laughs> that was a whole like end up being two day experience, but like two days. I mean, we it's like an hour drive there, and then we went to White Castle. Oh, and we shit, just ended when you up, lived here? No, when I lived in South Lyon. Oh, yeah, and that's what I meant. Like, yeah. I thought you were talking we about when, when LT was at Michigan State. <laughs> no, we drove all the way there. but he well, So he was home. It's when he was going to school there. Yeah. So we went there, and then we ended up staying in his dorm and partying in his dorm. Oh, nice. And then at, like, 10 in the morning, drove back home. Oh, um, that's a core memory right but there. But, like, it was like, yeah, like, I mean, before, we were, we were smoking in a... Uh, a new subdivision that was being built in a car just mm. out in the fields in Brighton because obviously you didn't want to be around his mom. Right. And he thought for some <laughs> reason we could just do it at my house. I'm like, no, what makes you think we can you do know, it at my your home? mom either. Like, right. <laughs> so we just were in a field. Like it was a whole like experience, but now like you don't have that because you don't, people don't drive. It's like you have Uber eats and DoorDash. Like mm. you miss those little adventure type things. And again, People probably shouldn't be driving at those times for right. <laughs> under those influences, but like it creates experiences and stuff. I don't know. It's yeah, just, it's like an adventure. You went on an adventure, right. and it was probably fucking awesome, you know? Because now like, I can come to your house, or a bunch mm. of people can come here at like 10 in the morning and start drinking, and we never can leave here and just have everything delivered to us. Like It's not like, right. oh, let's pause, let's go out for a minute, and then like that minute we were going to go out turns into two hours being out, and you know? Yeah. kind of you lose that it's you know that's why this lions game was great ball. we had this uh we had this experience the completely yeah. separate experiences after we lost each other <laughs> yeah and i met you a fucking a cokehead like <laughs> you know you left me a vo- like a three minute voicemail too oh did i yeah and i listened to the whole thing and you met someone else named nick and you showed him your id because they didn't believe you um <laughs> i couldn't like it sounded like you were in greek town in an elevator but like um, you're like Nick. I'm Nick too. I'm like no way, we're Nicks. And I'm just like, two minutes left. I was like, he has no idea this is on right now. But I was trying to like wait for all of a sudden. Like, are you doing coke on the counter right now? <laughs> you said you met that like coke head or whatever. Yeah, go meet my friend Christina. It takes me to a bathroom stall. I'm like, I'm not doing your cocaine, buddy. Like, fuck off. You are fucking tweaking out, and I'm worried for your sanity. <laughs> it's like, dude, if you want to do coke, I mean. Just don't do it in the bathroom stall. That's the nastiest place. Don't do it with fucking strangers. Or you shouldn't also do it with strangers, I guess. But um, it's probably better for him. Strangers that are fucking tweaking out. Probably better for him because he at least he knows it's not cut. If he well, maybe not. But I don't don't know. I wouldn't usually trust things like that from a stranger because never know what's cut from or laced. Never. And I'm a pretty risky person, but not from that guy. You got to give me fucking real good vibes to do something like that. Like take (laughs) me to a hotel room or like let's do it off something nicer than. (laughs) poopy bathroom stall <laughs> what the fuck like, you're desperate man <laughs> what an adventure and he was just by himself too the whole time it was like what the fuck am i getting myself into thank god you pulled up <laughs> you man i was um 
I don't drive in debt like that downtown Greek town part very often because uh-huh. I always avoid it because it's so narrow and people it's too hard to drive in that little section. But to find you, I was like, all right, I know where he's at. Let me go there. And I started turning. I was like, ah, oh, shit, one way. And I saw you talking to the dude. So I just did a Ewing backed all the way down that street, that road yeah. to you. <laughs> I was like, all right, well, I guess I'm doing that. <laughs> Uh, what see that's an adventure you yeah. know like was, that's what people need to was, do more it was of. a great time i had a blast um rather than doing everything like even like even doing things like the the metaverse um which is like that's a little bit that's that's at least better than just like doing nothing at home you know like you are moving it's just and you feel like you're there right. but you're not we're also older so like when you're young you as like me and you when we're like 13 can just walk outside and all of a sudden we're fucking playing yeah our know, army in the field or something like right now we're not gonna walk to a field just go for a walk and be like hey mm-hmm. wanna go crawl around yeah. like, get the <laughs> fuck out of here dude <laughs> something dies when you get older right. like i mean know. i still like i like hiking stuff but i mean yeah you i mean i don't like to lose i don't feel like i've lost it i just don't know enough people that want to well, like do you, things we like have, that. we have. Lost. I run around my house all the time. I play soccer and dive around the floor all the time. <laughs> I toe tap every day in my basement on my carpet and bounce the ball off the wall and catch it and tap my toes in and run around. I'm a goddamn kid at it all the time. <laughs> Tackle. I got that the punching bag. Yeah. Every single football Sunday, that thing goes in the middle of the basement. I dodge it, deke it, <laughs> tackle it all the time. Oh, nice. I'm a big kid. I love that stuff. But surprised I'm not hurt from that. But yeah, it's I guess fun, but... I guess I get my creativity out from like playing guitar and shit. Yeah, but... so I, like when we come over here and all of a sudden I come here and there's stumps out there and you guys are throwing balls. I'm like, this is my shit. Yeah, let's, <laughs> let's do something. But... Fucking goofy, goofy kid energy, which is which is there's nothing yeah. better than that. No, it's you know? fine. It's it's keeping imagination, doing something, keeping active, mm-hmm. rather than sit inside and stare at our phones. Right, which is like staring at fucking TikTok all day. You know, right. <laughs> which is I don't know. It's weird. It's a weird. Technology is going fast right now, like like fast, like as it like, too fast. Like it went really fast in the '90s for that brief period, like mm-hmm. where everything's coming out and developing, and then like I feel like it plateaued a little bit. And like there was a time where social media was like cool, and like you know, and slow, and yep. like now it's just like, and now with this AI tech that we're talking about, it's gonna. I think it's gonna start rapidly advancing again, like, and it's gonna like create more disillusions with the world, and more uh, <laughs> like more like body negativity because people are like looking all fucking hot in these right. fucking photos and like there's, i mean that's already that already goes on like people take 30 photos in their bathroom and then just pick out the one they look the, the lights hitting them the best mm-hmm. well which and, like, what you should do like i mean as an no, artist like you should no take, i'm just talking about like if you're gonna post a photo dating apps and shit like that like right people like even like no like everything is a a pose like mm-hmm. fo- most photos aren't natural anymore. Most mm-hmm. photos you see, like on those social medias, are people. Oh nope, my hat was a little not twisted. Oh my hair was too <laughs> windy. Oh there's a glare. Oh I didn't. I see the, my freckle. Like whatever it is, like there's. It's too many retakes. Just take a goddamn photo, put it up there. Right. Like, you, like of course people are gonna like you. Took thirty takes on getting the goddamn best photo you could. <laughs> I mean, like, I would do the same thing. Like, like it's just, I, I take a bunch of photos. Like gym photos, which uh, when I was on well, yeah, I Facebook the were the worst. Like yeah, this is a call out to every girl. When you take those booty ones to show squats off, you are raising your back foot and 
you're raising it. You're standing hey, on both your toes. You're getting a like from me, though. Yeah, you're, <laughs> but you're making it's, it's basically me taking a photo, like, like of, just like just just yeah. like you're making everything like you're making your butt bigger by how you're standing. It looks good. And the pose that you're doing, yeah, it looks good. But they're doing it to get satisfaction. But then if you go, if I go to a bar and I'm like. Nice butt. They're like, oh, why you? Why is that guy staring at my ass? Why are you putting your ass out there for the whole world? And you want the world to like it, but you don't want anyone in person to ever compliment you. I know it'd be creepy if some guy was just walks yeah. up and says, "Nice." You ass, can actually just like, hold up a like or like hand out like a sticker that's like Facebook thumbs up. Right. Okay. But like it's for your booty. <laughs> but I mean, guys are the same way with them at gyms too. Like that, it's it's yeah. It's disgu- like gym people are disgusting people. Like they're. They just people like, that flaunt it like yeah. a lot, or like they're, I don't even say they're disgusting. It's just like, eh, I don't know. I don't. You do what you want to do. Right. I don't care. I guess yeah. I don't. <laughs> I'm just not gonna do that. <laughs> like I want people to compliment me on like the progress I've made working out, but I'm not posting a photo of my body up there for likes. Right. <laughs> Screw that. Well, we do want you to comment and like and share this podcast. So if you have the opportunity, go and rate us five stars and leave us a glowing review. Uh, Jeremy, where can we find you and follow glowing. you? review you can follow me at mahar underscore jeremy on twitter you can find me at nick wagella on twitter and instagram follow me on facebook if you want uh remember it's more important to listen to somebody else than it is for them to listen to you thank you for splitting six with us we'll be back next week everyone later bye-bye